All right, welcome into Sports Town, everybody. I know I've been kind of, you know, patchy with my uploads off and on every once in a week or once every two weeks, and uh, that's it's going to change. I've been um, figuring some things out, figuring out what I'm going to do, how I'm going to format this. So we're going to get daily episodes on weekdays and maybe an episode on the weekends, but we're going to get five episodes out every week. They're not going to be as long, which is kind of what I was teetering on. I always wanted the episodes to be like 40 minutes long, but it's not possible to get four episodes, five episodes a week that are 40 minutes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go five episodes with one topic. Now, before each episode starts, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to give gambling picks. So I give myself a bank of $1,000. Now, this is all hypothetical money. I'm not actually going to go gamble $1,000. I'm giving myself hypothetical money, and then I'm going to give you my picks for the day. And then the next day, so tomorrow morning, when you are listening to the next episode, you'll hear how I did. I mean, you'll have my picks so you can follow along. You'll hear how I did, and then my picks for the next day. So without further ado, let's jump into picks for today. We got college basketball and NBA picks that I've made. I've decided to fade the NHL tonight. So in college basketball, we have the Dayton Flyers favored by 12 points over George Mason. I like the Flyers to cover that easily. Flyers are playing good ball. They want to keep their top five spot. They don't want to have any if he wins down the stretch. So I like the Flyers to cover 12. The bet there is 100 to win 90. I'd win my original 100 back, obviously, so it'd be winning, really winning 190. Then we have Duke versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest has been struggling mightily down the stretch. Duke as well has had some hiccups, but I like Duke to try and get back into the top five in the AP poll. They, they're given 11 points tonight. I like them to cover that 11 points without any issues. 100 to win 90 there as well. And then Kentucky A&M, I'm not really sure who to pick in that game, but I think I've been seeing a lot of points in that game. So we're going to go over 129 points in that game. If you don't know what over-under means is Vegas will set a number. 129 is the number for that game. Then you have to pick if the total score between both teams is over or under. So if the score ends 55 to 50, it's 105. The under hits. I'm picking the over, so we're looking at scores in the mid-60s, low-70s for both teams. That's 100 to win 87 there. Then a pick that I think is a no-brainer pick is, is North Carolina State money line over UNC. I see no reason for UNC to win this game. NC State's been playing well. They played well against Duke, as you can tell. Money line there pays out 115 on a $100 bet. So money line is basically picking them straight up, not getting any points. NC State is uh, a two-and-a-half-point underdog, so I'm not going to take the points. I'm just going to say they're going to win outright. Which then increases your winnings so that's why betting money line there is helpful now portland versus boston in the nba we're switching over to the nba i picked portland money line over boston at home portland's a seven point dog tonight but i like them to win it outright even though their point guards out i think the the rest of the team's going to step up paying out 245 dollars on a 100 bet and then this is almost a lock i feel like we got the bucks are one point favorite over toronto so they're giving a point it's Bucks minus one. I like Bucks to cover that easily, so we're going Bucks, a hundred bucks to win ninety. So then a parlay. If you don't know what a parlay is, is you can bet multiple games on a single ticket for a bigger payout. So like in college basketball, I bet UD on a single ticket game, a hundred to win ninety. Now if I can buy UD and Duke both winning, betting a hundred dollars, my payout would be more than ninety each game. So what I've decided is to parlay the games that I have the most faith in. So I'm going to go UD minus 12. I, I 
like I said, I'm, I'm high on UD right now. I like them to win this game by more than 12, maybe even 20 against George Mason. So I have them first game in my parlay as well as Duke. I see no reason for Duke to even have this be a close game with how they perform lately. They're going to want to show up. So I got Duke minus 11. Then I have UK A&M over 129. Then I have NC State money line. And then I have Portland money line as well, paying out $4,955 on a $100 bet. So like I said, I gave myself a $1,000 bank. I've bet 700 of it tonight with a payout totaling over five grand if everything goes my way. Now, obviously, the odds of me hitting those parlays are very low, which is why my payout is almost five grand for that. But if that's to hit, that's going to increase the bank account, which is going to increase the amount of bets we can place a night. Obviously, I have to keep it, you know, to a minimum, so I still have money to bet tomorrow if everything goes wrong. But like I said, I like all these games to hit tonight, but, you know, who knows? It's college basketball. So switching over to our first topic of today, it's going to be our only topic. Like I said, we're going to do one topic each episode. We're going to talk about the AP Top 25 that released yesterday morning. No surprise, top team Kansas. All around watching Kansas play the past week, they are the best team in college basketball. No doubt in my mind, they're the best team in college basketball. They should have the best odds to win the March Madness tournament. There's no, there's nobody that right now can play with Kansas. Baylor played with them for a little bit, but I think Kansas, I think Kansas is is better than Baylor by a good amount. I think Kansas is better than the rest of the top ten teams. Excuse me. Wrapping out the top 10, we got Baylor, Gonzaga, Dayton, San Diego State University, Florida State, Duke, Kentucky, Maryland, Creighton. Now, like I said, I think Kansas is far better than those top 10 teams. They're far better than the rest of the top 25. Baylor gave them a fight, yes. Will they see each other again? Probably in the Big 12 Championship. Get to that tomorrow. Tomorrow's topic, just to give you a little sneak peek, is the conference championships for each of the major conferences. So we're talking SEC, Pac-12, Big 10, ACC. Mountain West, all those conferences, Big 12. We're going to talk who I think is going to win them all and where the seeds are going to be for March Madness. So I'll give you my one seeds, my two seeds, my three seeds. Anyway, dropping down, we got Gonzaga, who just took a loss to BYU. And it doesn't really affect their their ranking. They dropped one spot. So I don't mind that. I think Gonzaga is still a top three team. So I like, I like the top three as Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga. I actually like the top four is Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, Dayton. That was my prediction that I um, I was talking to a couple of my buddies about. Now, like I, I said multiple times, I don't think Dayton's a top five team. However, they're put there, and they haven't lost. So you can't drop them out. You can only keep them the same or move them up. So with, with San Diego State losing and Gonzaga losing, they really favor the Gonzaga loss. So they move San Diego State down, moving Dayton up a spot. Now, like I said, I don't think Dayton's a top-five team. I think they're going to have an early exit in March Madness. However, they haven't lost. They got ranked there, so they're going to have to stay ranked there. Then, like I said, San Diego State suffered a loss to UNLV. Terrible loss for them. First loss of the season, but they're still a top-five team in the polls' eyes. I don't think they are, but like I said, that's what the polls think. Then we got Florida State, Duke, Kentucky, Maryland, Creighton. Florida State and Duke, ACC powerhouses. But I don't have either of them to win my ACC. I'll get to that tomorrow. Just a little sneak peek. I don't have any of them to win the ACC. Then we got Kentucky, Maryland, Creighton. Kentucky, Maryland, and Creighton are all probably the favorites to win their respective conferences. Now, do I have that? You'll have to find out tomorrow. But I'm pretty high on Kentucky right now, and I'm pretty high on Maryland right now. 
I really like the the ball that Maryland's playing. Now they didn't just lose to Ohio State, a top twenty five team, so it's it still kinda hurts them because I thought Maryland could have been a top five team this week in the AP poll. But losing to Ohio State is it's not helping their cause any, but they're still a number one team in the Big Ten. So I still like their odds to make a run in the Big Ten tournament as well as make a run in the March Madness tournament. Looking down to Creighton, then we got Creighton, Louisville, Villanova, Seton Hall, Oregon, Auburn. Now we got um, Oregon and Arizona State have been, or Arizona, excuse me, have been fighting back and forth. Oregon's obviously in the top 15, Pac-12 leader, or not, yeah, Pac-12 leader right now, excuse me. Um, now are they going to win the Pac-12? That's for you to decide. Um, I personally don't have in the Pac-12, um, winning the Pac-12, just a little sneak peek for tomorrow. That's one team I will tell you is not winning their conference and going to drop out of the top 25 most likely. Then we got Auburn. Auburn, Kentucky is an interesting SEC top 15 matchup that could happen in the SEC championship, which I would be all for Kentucky versus Auburn. I think it would be really good basketball. I mean, Auburn played really well last year in March Madness. They lost a couple of guys, but they reloaded. They didn't rebuild. They reloaded. Famous Jim Trestle quote, we're not rebuilding, we're reloading. Um, read that in one of his books. Really good read. But that wraps up the top 15 in the AP poll. What would I change? I would say I, would, I wouldn't change a whole lot. I might have moved SDSU down to like 7 or 8 and moved Florida State and Duke up to 5 and 6. Maybe even Kentucky up to 7 and SDSU to 8. Because San Diego State, like I've been saying, them and Dayton don't play any good opponents. They're in small conferences. The A-10 is is not a powerhouse conference. Are they going to get two or three teams in? Probably. But are they a powerhouse conference like the Big Ten, the Big 12? No. What's Their their next best rated team is, is 30-something. If we go down the list, Big 12 has the one and the two. ACC has the 5, or the 6, the 7, the 11. The SEC has the 8 and the 15. The Pac-12 has the 14. The Big East has the 10, the 12, and the 13. The Big 10 has the 9. And they have a couple other teams scattered in the top 25. I'm just looking at the top 15 right now. The A-10 literally has Dayton, and I think it's the Mountain West. Correct me if I'm wrong for San Diego State. They have only have San Diego State. So there's pairs in the top 15 besides UD and San Diego State's conferences, which, and I don't think either of those teams have another team in the top 25 regardless. So the conference play for Dayton is a lot weaker than it's going to be for Kansas, than it's going to be for Baylor, than it's going to be for Maryland, than it's going to be for Tuggett, it's going to be for Duke, it's going to be for Louisville. You get the point. The conference play there is going to be a lot easier for them since they have weaker opponents. And that's not a shot at the A-10, it's just a fact. It's a fact that the A-10 doesn't have a, a team ranked within the top 30. It's a fact that the Big Ten has multiple teams ranked within the top 25. It's a fact that the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, the you know the Big East all have teams ranked within the top 15 that are paired up. So the level of play in these conferences is better. Is UD making a? Is UD having a really good season? They're having a really good A-10 season. They have no top 25 wins. They have two losses in games they should have won if they were a top 5 team. And their, their conference, they have teams that are hanging with them, like UMass is hanging with them till the end of the game. Duquesne's hanging with them till the end of the game. Duquesne's taking a lead into halftime. Rhode Island's taking them to the end of the game. St. Louis is taking them to the end of the game. 
you can't tell me that those are good teams. Because they're not. They're not good teams. Your middle-of-the-pack teams would get blown out by middle-of-the-pack teams in the Big Ten. Blown out by middle-of-the-pack teams in the SEC. Your best team, Dayton, would get be a sub-500 conference team in the Big Ten. You cannot change my mind on that. There is no way the Dayton Flyers put up a 500 record in the Big Ten play. There is no way. Their schedule is weak. Their conference is weak, but they haven't lost, which is why they can't move down. When Dayton loses before the A-10 tournament, if Dayton loses before the A-10 tournament, I should say, they're out of the top 10. There is no way they stay in the top 10 if they lose in A-10 play to teams that are sub-500, to teams that are outside the top 60 nationally. There's no way they should stay in the top 5. There's no way they should stay in the top 10, which is why I don't agree with San Diego State staying as high as they did because they lost to a team. Uh, they lost to um, UNLV. I don't believe that was a good good loss. Should have moved out of the top 10 probably. But like I said, uh, that's going to be all I have on this episode um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to give you my gambling picks. Then we're going to talk about one topic. Today's topic was the top 25 and where I would move teams and what I would change. Uh, you know, we got a little bit of a discussion going between myself and Dayton fans over the past couple of weeks. And I even had a couple of them on to talk. So, like I said, Mike is always open. If you want to talk, just shoot me a DM just like he did. Or, you know, if you have my number, you can text me or whatever. That's going to wrap up this episode on Tuesday. Like I said, the episodes are going to start being short. This is going to be about a 15-minute episode. So, Makes it easier for you to find time to listen. You don't have to sit down and listen for an hour. Also gets you more content, which I'm excited to produce. As always, thanks for everybody for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all will continue to join me through this journey. The first episode of this week will be posted here soon. I appreciate every single one of you. This was Sports Town. <laughs>